Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. We're back with a bonus episode. I told you guys it was coming. Your girl just needs to get her shit together. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, I'm not promising a weekly bonus. We'll see how I keep up with it, but expect a few more bonus episodes every now and then. If you listened to the first bonus episode, I think that was maybe, oh god, was that a couple of months ago now? I think it must have been. If you listened to that first bonus episode anyway, you will know that the bonus episode, it's a slightly different format on this one. So there's no pit and peak of the week. There's no 15 minute extensive rundown of my life or like catch up every week. Uh, There's no words of the week. There's none of that. We're just gonna dive straight in to some of your dilemmas that you have sent me or your questions or whatever they may be. So I always keep my DMs open if you ever want to send me a dilemma that you have, something that you want me to answer on the pod, a question, a query, a sex story, you know, you name it. Drop me a little DM and I will get it into the spreadsheet of the bonus episode dilemmas. And don't worry, your dilemmas, your questions, everything will always be completely anonymous. I never mention anyone's names. And if you want, if there's people in the stories, you can give them fake names. Voice notes are not only welcomed, they are encouraged. I want to hear your guys' voices. Send me your voice notes with your dilemmas. If you, well, obviously, if you're happy enough for your voice to be included in the podcast, that is. Just let me know if you do do a voice note, if you want me to alter your voice at all. Um, I can I can add a little something to make it a bit deeper or a bit more high-pitched or something. Or even just put on a little accent. We all love putting on an accent, especially when we're drunk. Just make yourself Australian or something for the voice note. Okay, dilemma number one. I met the love of my life one month ago, but he is moving to Australia forever in three weeks. What do I do? Mm, okay, first of all, Alarm bells are ringing that you think it's the love of your life after one month. (laughs) No one really knows if someone is the love of their life after one month. Let's be real with ourselves here. I think after one month, you can definitely see that there is potential of a future together with someone. You know, you can just tell by someone's values and how you get on and how they treat you and all of that. But a lot of things can come up after like the three or four month mark, I feel like that's kind of, people talk about the honeymoon stage as if it's like the first two years of your relationship. I personally think the honeymoon stage is like the first three, four months of a relationship where 
you're not acting you're not both acting but like you're not being your full true self like there's no problems ever in the relationship at that point because you're just on a complete high like the hormones you're probably producing the love hormones you're producing are just like completely off the Richter scale everything's so new everything's so exciting there's nothing to argue about there's no communication problems because there's barely anything to communicate you're both being like your best selves in a way that's almost fake but you not that you're trying to be fake but that's just kind of the way it happens things can come up down the line with like mental health issues and communication problems and you know the excitement wears out and there can be lots of other things that come with that or all of a sudden you're like oh shit I have put all my time into this person I now need to like spend a bit of time you know with my friends and with my family and doing the other things that I like that I've pushed aside for this person and then all of a sudden it's like you've got this whole other thing of quality time spent together and that not being such a like important thing I don't know so many other things come into play after the three four month mark I would say so I think to say someone is the love of your life after one month it's a pretty bold statement and don't get me wrong I've been there I am that person that after a month is like I'm gonna marry this man (laughs) so I completely understand you but sometimes you it's okay to be that it's okay to romanticize it like that but also just have one foot on the ground that kind of pulls you back and is the the side of you that sees the more realistic side of things. Okay, anyway, sorry. So back to the question. Met the love of my life one month ago, but he is moving to Australia forever in three weeks. What do I do? Let's talk about possible outcomes here. So realistically, your main possible outcomes are you go to Australia, you know, if you really have faith in this, And if that's something you're not opposed to doing, you could go to Australia. Maybe, I don't know, you haven't mentioned here, but it could be something you've thought of doing. You just maybe weren't thinking of doing like right this very second, but this could be your push to do that. I do think though, if you make that decision, first of all, you need to want to do it. Don't go just because this person is going to be there. If that was something that was already in your head before you met this person and you've maybe always thought I'd love to do a year or two in Australia, by all means use this as your catalyst to do that. But don't go when you don't want to go just to see this person because you'll put all your faith in it working with this person and then what happens if it goes tits up? Do you know what I mean? At least if you go to Australia because you want to go to Australia and they're going to be there, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You're still doing something you want to do. You're still in a beautiful country, in the sun, making lots of new friends, having the time of your life. And that will just be like pushed to the side and won't really matter. This actually could be a good option if you very much lean into the fuck it let's see what happens mindset like it'll be a good time either way however if you're just putting all your eggs in his basket to the point that it's so much pressure on not working I think it would be bad for both of you like I think he would end up being like this is not what I wanted from my experience in Australia and then you would be putting too much of your happiness in him I just think that could be a recipe for disaster yeah you would need to be pretty certain that you want to go to Australia, basically. Okay, next option would be to let him go to Australia, 
and have a long distance relationship, I do not support this option. I don't think that is a viable option. So maybe scrap that. Ignore the fact that I even said that. Actually, no, don't ignore the fact that I even said it. Take that on. <laughs> that That's not a good idea. And then your final option is to come to accept that there's actually a lot more to relationships than just love, than just being in love with someone or just thinking that they're the love of your life. And actually a lot of other things have to not only line up, but also just like a lot of relationships, they don't end because the people don't love each other. And that just shows you that love isn't enough on its own to make a relationship last. And just like in this case, just because you think he's the love of your life and you might be head over heels in love with each other, that doesn't mean that you two are going to go on to like live the rest of your lives together. There's a lot of other things that have to work together in order to make that work. And unfortunately, if you do go with this decision, best thing to do is to just like come to accept that, completely cut contact and you will probably think, maybe not for the rest of your life, but you will probably think for a while, you'll think of him as like the one that got away. And that's because there was never any time for the relationship to go sour. There was never any time to see his bad side or, you know, reasons that maybe you wouldn't have worked. Whereas other relationships maybe go on for two years and there are all these reasons as to why the relationship has to end. You never got to see that. You saw this perfect person, this person you put on a pedestal and you romanticized the fuck out of, and then it just got taken away from you. So in your head, all you see is this perfect version of them. And you just like romanticize that version of them and what could have been. And you'll always think of them as the one that got away and what could have been. And that's hard. There's no denying that that's a difficult thing. But I think the more you can realize that and the more you can realize that, you know, everyone does have their flaws and there was always going to be issues and flaws that you'd have to work through in that relationship in the same way you would have to with any relationship then you'll probably be able to move on better. So yeah, I think A, B, C there of options. B, we're we're ignoring. That's not really an option. You're not doing a long distance texting relationship with someone on the other side of the world that you've known for a month in a completely different time zone. That's just absolutely not happening. Yeah, (laughs) I don't need to say any more than that. A and C, both good options. It really depends on where your head is at. And if Australia is something that is on your cards. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like recently my emotions have just been all over the place, like completely haywire. And I know in myself it's because I'm bottling things up. I'm letting things stress me out and I'm spiraling about them. I'm not talking about it. I'm just sitting there overthinking them, letting them stress me out even more. And as a result... I'm irritable, I'm getting angry at things I shouldn't really be getting angry at. I'm not able to be present and be in the moment because all I'm thinking is how stressed out I am about certain things. I know I'm not alone in this. I know this is something that so many of us face. We feel like 
we don't want to talk to our friends and family members about things that are stressing us out because they might seem small or insignificant in comparison to other things or we might just not even know how to go about initiating that conversation or opening up in that way to certain people and just getting the words out and that's why therapy can be such an amazing safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down and causing you to feel like this. I have benefited from therapy so much in the past and one of the main things I think therapy brought to my life was just an immediate safe space where I knew it was time for me to talk. It was time for me to open up and talk about my stressors. I didn't have to have this like awkward kind of chat where I was like, hey, I want to talk about this or like not really knowing how to go about that with a friend or a family member. It just is that safe space for you to open up about these things straight away and there's no faffing around. And I think dedicating that time each week and allowing that space for you to open up in that way is literally the most beneficial thing for your mental health because just getting it out there takes away half of the stress straight away. And then not only that, but you talk it through, you rationalize it, you learn, you know, different, better ways you can cope with these stressors. Also how to develop healthy boundaries and healthy routines and things that are gonna be preventative for these stressors in the first place. Therapy honestly just empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And I mean, who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and completely suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. My listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash crack. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash crack, C-R-A-I-C. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right, next dilemma. I have a friend who is really lovely and friendly, but is completely obsessed with doing things with me. Every day I get a text, shall we go for a walk? can I come see your dog? Shall we go for a run? To the point where it's completely overwhelming. I feel bad saying no to her, she's done nothing wrong, but I work such long days and hardly see my other half and I don't have the mental capacity to keep this friendship up. What do I do? (laughs) Yeah, this is a hard one because she is actually just being nice and like maybe she, you could be quite opposite people in the sense of she might not like being on her own she might be a real extrovert and really thrives off other people's company and doesn't like being on her own so to her like her all of her free time outside of work she could want to spend that with you and other friends and things whereas like I know how you feel you're like I need a bit of breathing space I need to see my partner I need my time to myself I need to go on walks on my own I need to read my book like I'm very like that as well and I've got friends that are very like the person that you're talking about so you know I know I've definitely like been in that scenario where I've had to be the one to be like no I need my time to myself so what you said at the end there that you don't have the mental capacity to keep this friendship up I think what you should really take from this is that you actually don't have the mental capacity to keep this friendship up in this capacity sorry for the double capacity but do you know what I mean like just because you can't keep it up to the extent that she wants currently or that you know that she's messaging you and wanting to hang out currently 
doesn't mean you have to pie off the friendship completely and cut her out of your life. Well, I mean, that is unless there are other reasons that are making you think this, but if this is just solely down to the fact that she wants to hang out too often and you still love her as a person and love her as a friend, there's no need to spiral and tell yourself that like you can't keep this friendship up whatsoever just because of this one problem because this is actually a problem that's really really easily communicated and no one has to be offended over it. There are a lot of things I would say 100% wait and say these like communicate these things face to face because you don't want things to get like misconstrued and you know miscommunication and like things to sound cheeky over a text and then things can end up getting blown out of proportion and things but I feel like this is so simple like you can literally just text her if you can't even be bothered to send it to her face in fact not even a case of not being bothered it's just like it's just easy to just send a wee text you know what I mean and it's just not something that could even be seen as cheeky like all you have to say is that you're working really long hours at the minute you're really enjoying and appreciating spending time with your other half and you know with your dog but maybe you guys could arrange either once a week or once every other week to do something on a particular night so you could have like a set day do you know what I mean that like for example me and my friend always go to the gym on a Monday and Tuesday together so that's just a set thing there's not really any questions about it. The only time we'll go to each other and be like, gonna have to rearrange or can't go this week is if something comes up and means that like one of us can't go that week. Otherwise, it's a set in stone thing. We go to the gym every Monday and Tuesday morning together. And like this week, I went for a walk with another friend and just like got coffee and went for a walk. We were literally only out for about 45 minutes, but just had such a nice time. You know, one of those friends you don't get to see too often just them like you're usually with a group of people so to just have that time to just talk to them it was so nice and after we were like oh my god that was so nice we need to do this more often like let's try and make this an every other week kind of thing but she works as a nurse so like she doesn't know we can't set it as a certain day every week she doesn't know her shifts for every single week so I was like you know what you just tell me whenever you find out what your shifts are for the week you just let me know and we'll work it around your schedule and make sure we can get that in every other week so do you know what I mean just little things like that that just mean that someone's not going to be pestering you every single day it's a more planned in advance thing like a set thing that you do every week or every other week it can even be as easy as them coming along to something that you go to every week now I know you don't want something to someone to come along to absolutely everything that you do because a lot of things are nice to have as just like your thing that you do but let's say you go to a spin class on a Thursday night or something you could tell them to come along to that and then you could go on a little walk with them after if you want some like actual because obviously you're not really getting quality time doing spin class together like you're not talking to each other so you could like organize to meet them before a bit before or a bit after but yeah I literally think all it takes is just one text being like I'm up to my eyes at the minute I don't have the capacity to be meeting you all the time like I need to spend quality time with my partner and with my dog and chilling by myself but let's get just like one thing organized in the books every week and then no one gets hurt and you're not getting you're not sabotaging a friendship but just because you can't see them every day because I can't see all my friends every day but that doesn't mean I have to have no friends some people can just spend loads of time with other people and don't need that time to recharge but if you're one of those people that needs that time to recharge like it's so valuable to have that because if you don't get that you end up getting so moody and taking it out sometimes on the other person and it can almost get to the point where you like don't feel yourself 
because you feel like you're just I don't know it's such a strange feeling when you spend too much time with other people when you're not that way inclined like you really just start to feel so drained and so not yourself and I've been there when someone is texting you like that constantly and it does feel suffocating but they don't know it feels suffocating because it wouldn't be to them do you know what I mean like not everyone thinks like you so you need to communicate that Okay, guys, that's the end of this week's bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to send me in your questions and your dilemmas to my Instagram DMs. Send me your voice notes as well. And hopefully I will get answering them all on the bonus episodes. If you enjoyed this, give me a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can leave a little comment as well now on Spotify. Just swipe up and it'll say, what did you think of this episode? Let me know what you thought. As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support. It means the opposite world to me. I love you loads. I'll speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.